0: Previously, on the Death Saving Bros Podcast. So we go to the whack. So you finish finish speaking with Dean Doval. You go on down to the Whack. Kyrasta says, I guess you guys managed to fix the magic, huh? A deal's a deal. I gotta give you something, huh? Anything out of my box. I
1: guess what's all in this box?
2: I'm just gonna reach my hand in and see what I pull out.
1: A bag of tricks? I like it. I will take the vial of smoke.
3: I'm going to
4: take the ring. Of warmth? (laughs) Of warmth. I see the boots.
0: Boots of striding and springing.
4: I get visibly, like, happier.
0: So you guys head out towards this griffin nest, and you wind up camping overnight. Do you guys want to set a watch or anything that evening?
1: I would like to, like, somewhere along our perimeter, touch a tiny non-magical item, so that if somebody walks by it, I'm going to have a six-second recording of...
4: First foot lullaby
1: first foot lullaby.
4: Instead of second hand irritate.
1: You hear the cracking of twigs.
2: I would uh, ask Toby to go over and investigate that.
0: Toby runs and steps on the stone. Suddenly you just hear,
2: Tonight will be the night that I will fall for you.
1: The perimeter, it's been breached.
2: Well, there was a noise over there, and Toby went to go look at it, and then all of a sudden, Uh, it started singing.
1: As long as there's nothing to be worried about.
2: But I did hear something. Toby doesn't see anything now. Dixon, time to wake up, buddy. I don't wake up. In that case, I got a bag of tricks.
0: Pull out a fuzzy ball. I'm
2: going to
4: put it in his pants.
0: Yeah, his pants rip as the ball turns into a panther.
4: Why... Is there a panther in my pants? Because it's a panther. <laughs> <laughs> your turn for watch. Can I cast thunderclap at the wall? <laughs> You're up for the watch.
3: And I guess I get to watch.
0: Your watch passes uneventfully. You come to a rocky crag. You can see a giant nest, and you see a griffin take off in the early morning sun. Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros Podcast. I am your host and dungeon master, Paul Camper. With me today I have Ben Renfro.
1: I guess since we're recording this one pretty close to Halloween, I can say that I have a I have a boner tonight. Because we're, we're recording this episode. What? Yeah, I've been starting every episode with saying how aroused I am in many different fashions, but tonight we have a we have a boner.
0: Good call. Is that is that a call out to the skeletons of
1: Halloween? Like bone? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's that's why it's clever. Paul, thank you for... Also,
4: a shout-out to his very erect penis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, it is. it accomplishes both things. Uh, Brad Richards.
4: So, due to inflation, the new 69 is now 79. Just so in case you hear anyone say, I want a 79 you, it's due to inflation.
0: Thank you for that PSA.
3: Matt Smith. That inflates me... <clears throat> Hey, Baby, I'm inflated. Are you a magical item because I'm detecting magic?
4: Oh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> what? It's so bad. Can we go to any con ever and say that to random fucking people? It'd probably work. It would probably...
0: Oh. And uh, Brad Renfro.
3: It's a real uh, rib tickler there. You'd be able to pull
4: one d eight plus three pousses. <laughs> well, someone has to say it, and then someone will have a dice tray with dice.
0: I don't know how to transition out of that one, so I will just say yes! that uh, we are welcome to, we or uh, we are very happy to have you listeners with us as we record. What is this uh, number seven? Yeah, number 7 of season 2 of the Death Saving Bros actual play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. So, last time on the Death Saving Bros podcast, our adventurers Manny, Dixon, Milo, and Thad were off to the east of the Arkshine where they are magical students and they were headed east to go collect some griffin feathers to help repair the surge that powers the Arkshine, which is their school. Before they left, they stopped at the Arkshine Commissary, which is lovingly referred to as the Whack, the Warehouse of the Arkshine Commissary. And Kairasta gave them some magic items, which wound up coming into play when they went and were keeping watch out in the wilds on the way to the Gryphon Nest. Uh, wound up with a panther in Dixon's pants because uh, Milo decided to put a bag of tricks in there to wake him up for his his uh, watch shift.
2: P-I-M-P.
0: But now, everybody is up. The night passed relatively uneventfully, and they have now arrived at their destination. They can see griffins flying over the uh, tree line, which they have now passed under, and they are approaching a rise that breaks free of the trees and is clearly topped with a nest. And there are a couple of griffins that are flying back and forth from the nest and circling around it. So, we will pick up there, and I will go ahead and describe it in a little bit more detail so that our adventurers know how to... or can try and figure out a way to approach this nest. So, as I said, this is in a forest, and this rise is essentially like a very large hill, and it is in a clearing amongst the trees. From where you're at, at the edge of the clearing, to uh, the bottom of the hill is approximately 30 to 40 feet, and then it's tiers of stone that kind of have slopes going up in between the ridges of stone, and each ridge is another 20 feet tall. So in total, there are three ridges, equaling a total of 60 to 70 feet high in the air, and that is where you can see the nest. Now, because the griffins are circling, you may want to try and avoid combat, if you wish, or you could just run in there and uh, try and grab some feathers. It is up to you.
3: Let's run it like a Pyrocross play. <laughs> Lay it on me. <laughs> we have one person whose job it is to just grab as many feathers as possible. We all just bum rush, and everyone else runs interference.
1: Wait, sorry, did you say
0: the nest was empty? or You cannot see what's in the nest, but you do see that there are two griffins that are taking turns between flying down and like sitting in the nest and circling above.
2: And how far away is it?
0: So, straight up, it's about 60 to 70 feet because there are three tiers of stone that are each uh, approximately 20 feet high. And then the hill is
1: uh, about 30 feet away from you.
2: Okay. I'm just going to stare in awe at these beautiful creatures.
1: (laughs) We just (laughs) appreciate them and do nothing else and leave.
2: leave. I am. For now.
1: (laughs) We don't need the extra credit.
2: Wow.
3: Our grades things. are fine enough.
1: Let's I mean, yeah, just go home.
3: <laughs> viewing this majesty of nature was more than I could have ever asked for. That I'm is
1: satisfied. So much better than extra credit could ever do for us.
2: <laughs> it makes me so happy that you guys can see things my way for once.
3: It's extra credit of the soul.
2: <laughs> How do you feel about this? <laughs> 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 are you feeling anything at all?
4: <laughs> no. No.
3: Is that because you're so at peace with the world that everything else is just melted away?
4: No, it's because I'm dead inside, but thank you for asking.
3: <laughs> well, instead of sitting here and coming up with
1: a plan, <laughs> let's just take action, right? That's what we do as uh, as this group in our podcast. We never come up with plans. We just do things. We never waste time.
4: Well, we usually come up with plans.
0: Well, that's how you've done it in the past. That doesn't mean that that's how your, character, your characters now do it. No, 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 no. Do well,
2: griffins understand language? Our
3: language, common. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, give me a nature roll.
3: Again, he hear us talking. <laughs> Aren't you a druid, anyways? Can't you just talk to them? <laughs> I am a
4: druid, but Can't I don't you think like, I'm.
3: You'd be like, hey, my brothers.
4: What language do griffins speak? Is it griffin? You a seventeen. They speak. <laughs>
3: um,
0: I heard that you rolled a seventeen, so yeah. you remember quite a bit about. Griffins, you know that they do not speak language, but they are often trained as mounts. So they can be fiercely loyal, but they can also be extremely wild and
1: aggressive before getting befriended.
4: I love being trained as a mount.
1: <laughs> did you uh did you relay all that information that you learned about them to us as a party?
4: Like nope.
1: Or did you just keep that, like, you just looked at them and kept all that information into yourself?
2: I mean, nobody asked. That was just me remembering. am like God, Right, they... so I'm
1: asking, do you tell us that stuff? Is
2: anybody slightly curious on if they can talk to us? Like,
1: well, Otherwise, I... you're just going to keep
2: it to yourself?
1: I guess. I, yeah. I, I would think we would be, though, <laughs> because literally in the first challenge we did, we <laughs> we got through it by just talking to, like, the wormling and asking for a scale. And I didn't know if that would be kind of our approach here of just talking to it and asking. So I would think well, that would be well, curious.
2: Well, maybe ask me.
1: Well, I, I wasn't doing that. I was just <laughs> <laughs> seeing if you would have taken the information that you remember and just told us or if no. we would have to ask. No. You would have to ask. Nah. I, well, at this point, I can't see that I would have. Um, I know you said there's like these like 40 foot tears or something to these 20 foot tears. Yep. That's um, a lot um, of crying. And you said there was, like, a slope that we could, like, work our way up through. Does it, like... I don't know. Well, you said this is just, like, kind of like a hill. So, like, no matter which angle we go about it, like, it's the same visibility. Like, there's no way to, like, sneak up because it's, like, the exact same angle around. Or... Um,
0: in terms of, like, size, I was saying that it's essentially a very large hill. But it is, like, crags of rock. So, if you did want to try and approach... Like, the slope does not go the same angle all the way around. It's like, oh, there's some debris that's fallen here, and, like, grass has grown up onto the first slope. And then if you move to the other side of the hill, then you can see, oh, there's another easy climb up. Or if you wanted to say, fuck it, we do not want to just charge in there, and you wanted to slowly climb the rocks and hide under the edges of the rocky crags, then that is an option as well. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. And I guess from like uh, a, another question about just general griffin knowledge, um, do I know like what they would eat or drink or like anything like that?
0: Um, you can give me a nature check with disadvantage
1: since you are not a druid. But why would I? Why would I have to have like need to be a druid to <laughs> like? Okay, to just give you a regular nature check? <laughs> Such a weird, weird request, Paul.
4: I mean, or if you're having this line of questioning, you could ask the fucking Druid. No. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck me right. Well,
1: <laughs> rolled a natural 20 on the second roll, but man, that doesn't count. So it's going to be a 17.
4: I like the other one.
0: Okay. Uh, Yeah, you know that Griffins, they're, they're uh, carnivores. But you because your role was so good, you also know that they specifically like horse flesh.
1: Oh. What about what about what about drinking wise? Like
4: They're alcoholics. They love a good
2: <laughs>
1: <you> like, they, <laughs> they love a good
0: daiquiri.
4: Um, <laughs> With horse flesh specifically.
0: Yeah, a little horse flesh garnish. No, I mean water. <clears throat>
3: okay. Do you share that info with the rest of us?
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well. No. No. <laughs> Why would
1: I do that? <laughs> we keep things in as a group. We, we we all think and come up with our own ideas, but we don't share any information with each other. We just I, go about things. I was just
2: being honest, playing my character. <laughs> think about the fact that
1: there was a very important piece of information
0: that was uh, found by Dixon in episode one <laughs> that still has not been shared with the group. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, I remember. I remember every day. I think I about it every night before bed. Um I already forgot about it. As a character, just kidding. My character wouldn't well, know shit. Um. All right, guys. So
4: because your character is a stupid bitch.
1: Character is a, is a is a is a smart bastard. Okay. <laughs> Don't you dare compare me to a stupid bitch.
3: What do I know about Griffin? <laughs> 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 Griffin's daily habits. Like, do I know that they might fly like far away from their nest to go hunt and then
4: come back later in the evening yeah. or something like that?
0: You can give me a nature check with disadvantage.
4: When does the father griffin go to the bar? And then when does the mother Well, that's a trick question because he actually went out for milk a yeah. couple years ago. <laughs> do they back. sleep together at the same time? And when does the mother griffin leave to take a shit? Uh, there's a
3: uh, there's actually a neighbor griffin that comes over oh, okay. when the, the father
4: griffin is gone. Is it like one of them teenage griffins where the kid's like, man, this, this griffin's got it going on, but she's my babysitter, you know what I'm saying? Teenage
1: griffin, ninja turtles.
4: Is <laughs> <You> it <said> a
3: <laughs> nature check?
0: Yes, with disadvantage.
3: <laughs> well, with disadvantage, that's going to be a five. Griffins and a half shell. Griffin power.
0: Uh, You know that... They are aggressive
1: with their territory. And that's all the more that you know. All right, Rich, are you going to now inquire about griffins in some way? (laughs) (laughs) Would Dixon be having thoughts of griffins as we're looking at these majestic creatures flying overhead?
4: I feel like if I just looked around at the group and saw the dumbass blank stares (laughs) and gears turning on everyone's head, I'd be like, you know what? I should probably try to think of something. yeah. All right. What does Dixon Sider know about Griffins?
0: (laughs) Well, Dixon, (laughs) would you have read your homework? Something in hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. Okay. He's actually quite the hard worker. You can uh, roll normally, and I actually should have let uh, Milo roll with advantage since I'm letting the or making the others roll with disadvantage, but that's okay.
4: Seventeen. Oh wow. You guys are all rolling
0: seventeens. Well
4: done. I love I love the number seventeen.
0: Um, are you trying to think of anything particular about griffins or just things in general?
4: Yeah, what are uh, fun uh, facts. It's, it's griffins. Fun facts. Usually what color is their shit? How often do they shit? how many kids do they have usually do they
1: usually shit in the nest or away from the right. nest what's
4: their favorite band so i can try to woo them away from the nest and get some griffin loving kind of like shrek and the dragon like donkey and the dragon you know what i'm saying <laughs> um not um uh, yeah i mean i guess what's their daily like do i know what their habits are like usually how often do they spend in the nest like And then how often do they get away?
2: It sounds like you're saying, is there a a good time of day to go check for feathers when they're going to be away from the nest?
4: Is there a good time of day when the griffin is not going to be there griffining?
0: (laughs) Yeah, sure. You happened to read in Herbs and Hors d'oeuvres that that was the homework that he was assigned in his uh, adventuring economics class.
4: Yeah, the book. You didn't read it? Just, Wait a second, <laughs> Paul. I, I. It's That's canon. just such an obvious,
2: like such an off the wall thing. Hey, herbs mm-hmm. and hors d'oeuvres. How to prepare the best flans and souffles. Make sure you read the chapter about Griffin history. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I was gonna
1: explain why why Griffins are in there, but uh, I'm sorry. What, Ben? I was gonna say it is canon that I told you that my character has read that book before. So to make me roll with with disadvantage was uh, a a stupid bitch move. But I also
4: just read okay. it. Okay. So like fresh
1: then you'll also know this that i'm about
0: to tell dixon so dixon in the book there's a section that says these herbs are grown in this area and uh it's it's well known that it's griffin area so make sure that you do not get too close to the nest while they are there there will usually be one griffin protecting the nest at all times unless it is drawn away by an intruder on its territory
4: Okay, so someone get a griffin suit.
0: Like oh, a sexy griffin suit?
4: Yeah, and we're gonna lure it away.
0: It does not have to be a, a, a griffin. It could be Ball? literally anybody
4: in there. Paul, you're fucking up my genius here. Okay. This is a foolproof plan. Who wants to take one for the team? I think the wall looks most like
2: a griffin here.
3: <laughs> well, as a turtle, I do have... Can we cover you in feathers real quick? With glue? Specifically griffin feathers? Yeah, do we... Uh, there's some dead leaves. If we're covering him with griffin feathers, we wouldn't have to do that Yeah, this. first we gotta go up to the nest. We gotta get some griffin feathers yeah, and then so cover me in... sneak our way to
4: the nest to get griffin feathers for this plan to work. There's no other way around it, guys. He's gonna have to get fucked by a griffin. That's the only way around this. And then... I mean... Take all that's the Grif- what it takes. We can take all the griffin feathers we want.
3: <laughs> yeah, well,
1: what are you willing to do for the team? <laughs> oh, that's it's just a good idea.
4: <laughs> okay, so here's what's going to happen. <laughs> Is your shell immune to griffin claws? Not especially. Well, there's no time like the present to find out. Okay, so <laughs> you're going to run, lure the griffin away, and then you're going to shell up and then we're going to get the feathers and then we'll meet back up
1: i wish we were going after bears
4: <laughs> why <laughs>
1: cuz you know i mean
4: <laughs> i'm genuinely curious what your longitude
1: cuz i i i'd have a plan for bears i if i'm being honest i, I don't really have a great plan dress for bears your friend
4: up as a bears <laughs> No, you no, get no. a pot of honey <laughs> no 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 I do
1: have a pot of honey, actually. Believe it or not, my character can have up to four gallons of... Two gallons of honey on him at any time.
2: Why? Oh, because it's an elephant, duh.
4: Oh yeah, elephants love honey. Like, what?
1: Well, lumps <laughs> do. No,
4: it's just... <laughs> They're gonna pick it up with their fucking... He just stores it in his trunk.
1: It's one of my things, okay? I could have gallons of a list of liquids, one of those being honey.
2: Is... No.
1: I can't, so if it was bears, it'd be easy, but like, I don't know, do griffins like mayonnaise? Probably not.
2: It's all, uh, no, it's not.
1: Why
4: would you have two gallons of mayonnaise?
3: Can you make two gallons of horse
4: blood? Horse flesh. Yes, two gallons of liquefied horse flesh.
1: flesh. Acid, basic poison, beer, honey, mayonnaise, oil, vinegar, fresh water, salt water, and wine.
4: Why was mayonnaise put in this?
1: (laughs) It's kind of a different max amount for each of them, but like
4: But that's the most random shit in that list (laughs)
1: Two gallons of mayonnaise, yeah a lot of mayonnaise
4: Is mayonnaise an instrument?
1: But, again, if it was uh, honey, I could have had a gallon of honey Which would have made going after a bear that much easier
4: Well, here's the problem Could have won over
1: their friendship and woed them
4: Here's the problem, you stupid bitch. We're not going against bears.
1: <laughs> I know. That's, I literally said, I wish this was a bear situation. <laughs>
4: well, stop wishing for bears. Let's wish for griffin feathers. <laughs> Damn. It. Um,
0: so I will point out two things. One, uh, as a turtle, when you retreat into your shell, you get a plus four to
1: AC. This is true. And if you have a shield out at the same time,
3: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, can I retreat into my shell with just like my a shield,
4: li- a little nub covering the, covering the one head
1: opening. hole or something like that to get an extra plus two to your AC? <laughs>
4: the head hole?
1: Um, sure. So you could yes. essentially get up to plus six for your All AC right.
4: pretty easily. You're basically untouchable. <laughs> the
1: other the other plan I have, guys. 'Cause I haven't actually set a plan yet for anybody. I just said if this was bears, I'd have a plan. Um I have a flying rope that we <laughs> could hold on to to take us up there.
4: Oh, that's right. It's like the magical bag of winds. If needed.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure if that would be useful, but we can hold on to this rope and it would literally fly us pretty oh. much to
2: the top. I mean, that sounds cool. I think we should do that. Oh well, you cool. hold on to my rope.
1: No, it is cool, but
4: like I mean it sounds like a good time. Hey Milo. Huh? Are you fast?
2: I mean, as fast as, like, the shortest person here can achieve with my stubby little legs. So you're elusive. Pitter-patter.
1: Yeah, he's small. He's hard to grab. What are you getting at,
2: Dixon? No, it's like (laughs) hunting a rabbit for a hawk. It's not...
4: Well, perfect. So you're going to be hunting a stupid bitch with a griffin. Hmm. So he'll distract them. Mm Mm-hmm. He'll get the griffin away. He'll get clawed a little bit, but it's fine. He's got plus six AC. Me and Elephant Boy over here... We'll get the feather out of the nest, and then when we need him to get free so he can waddle his ass out of the griffin area, you could distract the griffin because you're elusive.
1: All right, so let me get this straight, Dixon. Your your idea of this plan is we're going to use <laughs> the wall, yes, and Milo well, as two distractions, right? And then you and I can use my flying rope to get up there quickly.
4: As long as your flying rope is not code word for something, then yes.
1: (laughs) To grab feathers. Yes. And then bounce.
2: I don't see a strategic advantage to having one person play a distraction, and then so that our initial distraction can get away, we have to have a secondary distraction for said distraction. Well, that seems like, Milo, listen, that. Sounds like uh... I would just be the distraction the entire time. Or... While we have our first distraction being out there, you two can back him up so that he
3: can get out. And since I'm sneaky, I can go grab the feather. Or I distract him first, and then you distract them away from me. <laughs> this and makes then sense. later, I come back and I distract them away from you so you can get <laughs> away. And then you have to
4: come back and distract them away from me.
1: <laughs> and we'll do like that
2: all the way home. It was kind of the loop I thought we were getting into there.
4: Um, no, see. So you- He'll, he's easier to see. So for the initial distraction, he can make noises. And he's a turtle.
2: I mean, what if they just see something else that's completely different that they think an enemy is? You're gonna build a stick figure? No. I'm going to do this. And I'm gonna cast Dust Devil. 60 feet un- above me. at approximately where their nest is.
1: well I forgot we of magic. Way to act spontaneously here, Milo. I was gonna say, we're, we're also completely ignoring the fact that we don't need to go up to the nest we could just get the griffin to come down to us and check us out and just grab a feather in the process of doing so
3: you just jump on its back and just start ripping him out
1: you know what side note i also thought about like, like there was a half second i was almost like can brad just turn into a sexy griffin
2: you know i forgot about wild shaping because i use my <laughs> summoning my spirit as my wild shape but it's ability. fine
1: you, you probably kept this information to yourself, too, huh? No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> an and then
1: it. what we're going to do with that is we're still going to dress the wall up as a sexy griffin. As the distraction.
2: <laughs> and then I'll be a real-looking griffin to distract him from the sexy-looking dressed-up griffin.
4: But wait, 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 wait. If you could turn into a griffin, can't you just turn into a griffin and then we pluck feathers off of you? No, I wouldn't be a magical griffin. Would, I, would that work? Why don't
3: why don't you just fly your happy ass
1: up there <laughs> get
4: railed by the griffin so we can get the fucking feathers <laughs> and
1: while you're getting
0: railed Do a little reach around unfortunately Milo did say that he al- already cast a spell uh, What you cast again
2: dust devil
0: dust devil and what does
2: that do? So I can cast it. It's it's one action to cast I can cast it up to 60 feet away And it's one minute for concentration, but in a five-foot cube it, you know creates a dust devil, like it's an actual, like, kinda like, being type deal. Just like a thing made of dust. Mm-hmm. Any creature that ends its turn 5 feet from the devil makes a strength saving throw. If it fails, it takes 1d8 bludgeoning damage and is pushed 10 feet away, succeeds is half damage without the push, and I can move it up to 30 feet on a bonus action. Okay. And, yeah, it can form 10-foot cube of debris. So I was just even hoping just the presence of that up there would just blow some feathers off, come down here, and then all the Griffins are like, what the fuck is this thing? And they might not even know that we were here the whole time.
0: Okie doke. Well, um, since this is a second-level spell, you will need to either use a Surge to cast it, or you'll need to roll your Magical Focus. Yes. Do you have a surge that allows you to cast a second level spell?
2: Unless it's something I just pull out of my pockets. I haven't specifically written it down.
0: You did wind up taking one from the whack at some point, and then I think you also had one just in your pockets. But I think those were for first level spells, not for second.
2: Well then, I I didn't know there was a difference for the spell slots. I'm just going to say I don't have one then, so I'll use my focus.
0: Okay, go ahead and roll that. The magical focus is uh, your spellcasting statistics score, so that's the big number.
1: Like, not the modifier, like, not the plus 1, plus 2, plus 3, but, like, the 10, 11, 12, 13, whatever.
0: Yeah. Plus your character level, plus your proficiency, minus the level of the spell. And you're going to roll a D100, and you're going to try to get that number or lower.
2: Well, I rolled a 35,
0: Okay, and uh, what is your magical focus that you're trying to hit?
2: 21.
0: Okay. Uh, You failed the DC, but you failed it by by 20 or less. In this case, it will work, just not quite as intended or quite as well as intended. Okay. So when you cast the spell, it appears where you intend, which is 60 feet in front of you towards the nest winds up being within five feet of the nest and when it pops up and suddenly there's this swirling vortex of air, it startles the griffin into flight as it has to make a strength saving throw and what is the DC that I have to make?
2: I'm looking. I know I had this written down.
1: It's usually eight plus your proficiencies plus your spellcasting
2: modifier. It'll be fourteen.
1: Okay, Uh, the griffin does roll a
0: fourteen so it manages to take half as much damage as it would have, which in this case, because the spell isn't quite as effective as it should have been, it's only going to take two damage, and then it is not pushed away, but it was already getting up and flying, and it starts screeching at this dust devil as the other griffin that was flying above also comes to dive down towards this dust devil.
2: Well, I don't suppose we luckily... uh dropped any feathers when it took flight or freaked out, did it?
0: You did see some stuff come flying out of the nest, but it does not seem right now like the whatever flew out of the nest is, you know, flying 30 feet away and drifting down off the hill. It's just sitting on top of the hill right now. So the griffins are going to try
1: and attack this dust devil thing.
2: Okay. You guys might want to hide.
1: Yeah, I mean... I guess once uh, Milo just does this out of nowhere, um, and we're all <laughs> standing out in the open. I look at Milo, call him a stupid bitch, <laughs> stupid bitch, and uh, I would like to start moving my ass towards uh, the base of the hill, and like find myself like a crevice of some sort to press myself up against, so that I am not just out in the open, of the middle of a field, for the Griffins to see. Okay, I will, I will remind you, this is a
0: clearing, and you guys were starting at the tree line. Oh, then I would stay in the tree line. <laughs> okay. oh And hide, like, make sure I'm tucked away. Okay, go ahead and roll a stealth check for me to uh, make sure that you're trying
3: to hide.
4: I will also not be visible.
0: <clears throat> stealth check, please.
3: I would also like to attempt to be slightly less conspicuous and also out my shield
1: stealth check please yeah well I roll I roll a solid natural one and in doing so I would like to take out my shield
4: (laughs) (laughs) I rolled a nat 20 can I cover for his stupid bitch ass so like
1: what do I do do I go to like press myself up against a tree and the entire tree just falls (laughs) because I leaned on it too hard (laughs) I haven't decided yet, uh, which means that
0: if somebody had inspiration and wanted to give it to you, they could. You know,
1: I do have inspiration, but like, ah, well, I don't know the outcome of the role yet, so I can still decide on if I want to use it or not. Do we think that this is a scenario that I should
4: use it?
2: Well, I mean, worst case scenario is you do make a racket, but they are still actively convinced that there's a threat Right in
4: front of them. You know what? Until they see the fucking elephant guy banging on trees.
1: I'm going to use still,
4: it. I'm <laughs> still like 60 feet away from
1: him. Because I'm confident if Paul wants to, you know, win back my friendship, he's going to continue to be nice about giving it away. So I'm going to use it now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so you're probably going to get it again.
1: Great.
4: A six. Teen.
0: <laughs> That's better than a nat one. I don't know. Is it? Uh, and then Matt. what? Or uh, Sorry. Thad. Um, what did you roll?
3: A 21.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it makes sense that the elephant is the one that failed at the stealth roll.
2: Turtle just goes into a shell and everyone thinks he's a
3: rock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just a mossy rock. <laughs> Wearing a lax penny.
3: With a shield attached to it. It's not just a Yeah, you've never seen a... He's a boulder. <laughs> he's a rock with a lax penny before.
0: <laughs> okay. The, um, the griffins are attacking this dust devil while Dixon just fades into the darkness of the trees, like the darkness of his soul, and Thad shells up. Manny starts to run out from the trees to get cover, and then he's like, oh wait, I'm undercover, and he starts stomping back. Stupid bitch. So he was briefly not hidden, but it appears that the Griffins did not notice, because they are focused on this uh, dust devil threat. The one that is right in front of the nest or was in the nest attacks it and flies through it and then realizes, Oh wait, you know what the heck is going on? I just got hit by sand. Uh, and it's going to need to make another strength saving throw because it's going to end within five feet of this thing. This time it fails. So it will take one D four damage for a total of one and it will get pushed back 30 feet
2: I have a 1D eight bludgeoning damage.
0: But remember that this spell does not act the oh, way that it oh, was it's supposed
2: be to. Oh it's be it's because it was originally cast incorrectly. It didn't like stabilize. Correct. I see, okay.
0: And let's see. No feathers are blown off the griffin as it goes tumbling backwards from this dust devil. And then the other griffin is gonna come streaking down from the sky, but it is quite a ways up there, so it's not involved in the battle yet. Milo, it is your turn and you can do something with the Dust Devil if you would like.
2: So, actually, he's just hes good chill in there. I think as a bonus action I can move him, but instead I'm going to move myself uh, as through the clearing as I can, and since I'm small, I'm hoping I can at least, like, maybe pretend I'm grass or something. Just hide pretend
1: in the... Pretend <laughs> grass. That's right.
2: Hide in the grass like at the cornfield.
1: Uh, how small are you one inch tall
2: i'm like maybe three feet i've seen grass about three feet tall
1: yeah i guess so but (laughs) i I mean who knows who mowed this last like
2: and then as my bonus action i want to uh make sure toby's around
1: like what if there's animals that graze off this grass and it's low i guess we just don't know
4: he's going to be one with grass
0: Okay, um, I will tell you that the grass is not like corn corn height and it's
2: no I'm no I'm assuming so, but it you know it's
0: it is fairly being wild. small it's... yeah. So um, you can give me a stealth roll to see how well you make it across this open area because uh, how far can you run? 30 feet. Okay. then yeah, you'll be able to make it to the edge of the rocky crags at, in a turn, but let's see how well you do it.
1: Milo. What? What are you doing? What's your plan here? Are you keeping that information to yourself?
2: No, we just gotta go get the
1: feather. I'm asking you're in character. <laughs> so you're just gonna walk up and grab it now?
2: Well, one's gonna fall off. We gotta be hiding. This is the best time to cross this clearing. Okay, and then I roll and, an eight, and I would like to. <laughs>
1: if that's the plan we're going with, do I turn and run out in the field with you because that's what you're suggesting? <laughs> you can, <laughs> to ruin your stealth. I mean,
2: um, I rolled an eight, but I will say I would say that my bonus action at the end of the turn was going to be to summon Toby, and then I can command his move the next turn to teleport me.
1: So when I ask you your plan. They like teleporting was part of your plan, and uh, y- you you withheld that information from me again. Thank you. This is why Milo does not come up with a plan. I said we gotta all move
2: over there.
0: <laughs> okay. So, what form is Toby taking when you summon him?
2: A,
3: a s- griffin, maybe? <laughs> sexy griffin. And then when they go to have sexy griffin relations, they'll burn their peepees. Hold on. Wait. Can you make Toby a griffin? And can you also turn into
1: a griffin? Can you guys both be sexy griffins and maybe create griffin porn to distract
2: the other griffins? Well, I can can turn into a griffin, but not if I bring Toby out. And Toby would be a griffin that's made of fire, so... That's hot. I wouldn't want to do anything like that.
4: (laughs) As if... As if the griffin porn comment wasn't enough. You follow it up with the next thing out of your dick sucker as that's hot when he says it's a fire griffin.
1: Advanced humor is uh, what I call it.
4: Remedial advanced or... <laughs>
1: Remedial humor. Fine. Whatever. It's it's humor. Jesus.
0: All right. So what what form does Toby take when you summon him?
2: I would like Toby to take a small form, just like a mouse or a squirrel.
1: A squirrel, squirrel. Okay, Toby. Pop. Could you have landed on Griffin and you still chose squirrel?
2: You don't want a giant fire Griffin. It'll only make
1: a much better distraction. It will than make little the, squirrel.
2: It will make the other Griffins more territorial. This one's on fucking fire.
1: Or 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 it gets them to just flee their
2: nest because they're fucking scared. Toby's <laughs> still a person, and that's why we have the dust Toby's devil. Toby's a there. person. He has feelings. You you keep a person in your pants. He's my only friend. In your pants?
0: (laughs) So let me ask you this. Yes. Are you guys just shouting this conversation like 30 feet back and forth across the clearing?
2: Absolutely not.
1: (laughs) Well, let me ask you this. Did you already make the damn squirrel?
2: (laughs) No, my intention was to make my movement and then summon the squirrel and then he can give me an, anyone around me additional movement but you decided to stop me before I moved and start talking to me so I haven't done anything yet okay
4: what do you want <laughs> here for 30 minutes still don't have a griffin feather
1: <laughs> I want a griffin feather I'm trying, <laughs> to, okay, I'm trying to get us the feather I wish there was bears but there's not, <laughs> there's griffins
2: alright so we're gonna go back to my original I'm plan are you, are you coming with me are you running out here with me are we doing a a blitz
3: like what Thad originally suggested. <laughs> and the very first plan. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Why
1: do we always do this as a group whenever we record? <laughs> we come up with one plan. Good idea. Spend the next 45 minutes talking about other plans and then stick with the original plan. This, this is... is why I said today, let's go at it with
2: no plan.
4: <laughs> I've been trying to. <laughs> and then we made a plan. Why? This is where
2: we went wrong. I've been the only one doing anything. <laughs>
1: No, you're just talking about doing anything, but you still haven't
2: moved. Are you coming with me? I don't know. Okay, well, fine, fine. I'm running. Off to the My roll from like (laughs) 20 minutes ago before you interrupted me, it was an eight for my stealth roll. Unless the interruption gives me a new (laughs) roll.
0: No. Um, You go ahead and officially make that run. You officially have summoned Toby in the form of a squirrel, and you are at the edge of this first tier of stones that lead up to the nest and
2: And you
4: officially become a stupid bitch
2: (laughs) okay since i'm there i don't want to use my bonus action to actually move me i want to like ready toby's action in case like if anybody else comes over to me to group up then we can kind of teleport over like further can i do that yeah ready his fiery teleportation move
0: so the spirit acts on its own turn
2: Yeah, he has his own turn directly after mine. So then, yeah. Perfect. And we can just move up to, like, 15 feet, but I'd like to pick a more advantageous spot while I'm waiting for more people to come over to me, if they do. Okay. Uh, And that's my turn.
0: And then, um, the rest of you, what would you like to do? We're not quite in initiative yet.
3: Thad would like to ready an action and watch the Griffins to see if they notice anyone else in the party. And then if they do, he would like to intervene.
0: Okay. (laughs) And how would you plan on intervening? Oh, you'll see. (laughs) All right. Go ahead and give me a perception check then uh, to see if uh, you do notice if they notice anybody. Or are you actively waiting until they, like, start dive bombing
3: one of these guys? I guess I want to notice them noticing me, noticing you on the dance floor.
0: Okay.
4: What song is that? <laughs> Notice me Noticing you. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Dangerous Akon Colby's yeah. a cardinal official. Twenty-three.
0: Yeah, you're pretty sure that the Griffin that is dive bombing is aware that Milo just ran across the open space and has kind of slightly changed trajectory.
3: So I should intervene.
0: You can determine that it'll take two turns before the griffin reaches ground level.
3: But I mean like he he obviously is going after Milo. Milo there. Yes. Oh, as I
2: think I'm being perfectly hidden, this is great.
3: <laughs> All <laughs> right. Well, in that this case, I'm going news. to step out into the clearing and I'm going to yell up into the sky. Hey, you stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Eats that- me. <laughs>
0: Hello to all of our loyal listeners. DM Paul here with another round of Midroll. First of all, a huge thank you to our patrons for their patience. Uh, These past few weeks have been a bit hectic, so all of the normally scheduled Patreon content was a bit delayed for this episode. But then, uh, as I was making sure that everything got done and we got everything out for you, I realized that uh, we have yet to put up the rules for the Pyrocross game or for the magical focus mechanic. So that's hard, B. We already have those scheduled, and they will post this Monday, June 19th, which also just so happens to be our anniversary and my birthday. And uh, it's also going to be Juneteenth. So there's a whole lot to celebrate. But the people that I want to celebrate right now, and, and yes, I, I recognize it's a segue, but just let me have it. The guys aren't here. <laughs> Uh, The people that I want to celebrate right now are all of our patrons and listeners, past and present. Without you, this show never would have survived, and we are entirely in your debt. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We started off as just a group of goofballs looking to record funny moments from our campaign for ourselves, and now we've worked with some amazing creators. Uh, We've met you incredible fans, and we've even been nominated for podcast awards. I mean, that is crazy. It has been a wild five years, and there is still more road ahead of us. An even bigger thank you to our current patrons that support us financially and have made this show possible. Those who have joined our Patreon at the $5 tier get a shout-out at the end of the show, but the following individuals have pledged to support us financially at the $10 tier or higher, so they get their supporter shout out right now Ryan Cushman, Gene L. Jackson, and Gavin Knox. Thank you all for your support. Thank you again so much. For those of you who have yet to check out our Patreon, I already said that you'll be able to get access to the codified house rules for the magical focus mechanic and the Ralvarian sport of Pyrocross, but you'll also be able to get exclusive lore, both in writing and in the form of extra episodes. You'll get bloopers, you'll get pre-show recordings, and more. Access starts at as little as $2 a month, so head on over to patreon.com slash deathsavingbros to get access to all of it. And to those of you looking to support the show but unable to do so financially, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podchaser. Another place we'd love to see your five-star rating is on Spotify, where we also are now asking episode-specific questions. To respond, simply type a response in the Spotify mobile app, and we'll publish that on the episode. You'll be there for all of time. And with that, I'm all out of announcements. Hoping to have some additional news for you in the coming weeks. But at this moment, we're just super excited to have made it to our five year, and we hope that you've enjoyed the ride. Without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. At that point, we have officially entered initiative role, but I will allow Manny and Dixon to take their actions before we get into official initiative.
1: So this is uh, this is the great plan we're going with. All right. Wall's plan. Pyrocross going out there. Distraction. Love it. I guess uh, what I would do is, again, I would like to clarify from earlier. I do have my shield out uh yeah i guess i group up with milo because this is a a great plan so yeah i uh i run out and uh stand with milo that's about it okay dixon
4: see i could run out and help them but also i'm extremely well hidden so we need
1: we need one person to survive us to tell the story of how the adventurers died
4: i could just sit there and jerk off in the bushes and watch you guys get mauled by griffins
1: if you jerk off to us getting mauled by griffins (laughs) if that's what really you know does it for you that
2: will permanently affect our friendship
1: (laughs) anyway you made a bad comment about me talking about griffin porn but this is some some weird version of this where you watch griffins mauled people and that's what gets to you
2: that is griffin Mm -hmm. porn that is griffin porn
1: so you so your character likes griffin porn this whole time. Well, one character. What does it for you? Yeah, the screaming,
4: right. the thrashing. It's the agony. The talons. Well, my last character was romantically involved with doors. So I guess every fucking character. I, I hope you fucks write down random things
1: somewhere on your sheet that your character loves griffin porn.
4: Loves, <laughs> loves griffin and bear porn. It's Actually, my second favorite is bear porn. Just in case. I wish it was bears. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Great bad name. Wish it was bears. Or here be bears. So you're going after him. He's about to get fucked up by a griffin. Yeah.
1: What, what's going on is uh, Milo's out in the middle of the grass. Griffin. Griffin, die bombing him. Correct. Wall steps out of the trees and starts just yelling, so that the griffins try to come after him instead.
3: Yeah. I would like to specify that I'm I'm actively trying to get them to attack me.
1: Gotcha. So, while Wall is trying to draw distraction away from now, Milo, Manny, has joined Milo, while Wall is still trying to call for being the distraction.
3: Yeah, I'm not not just yelling to yell. So,
1: what I'm hoping happens is, uh, griffins go for Wall. Us, well, Milo and Manny, and maybe you, if you decide to join us, can, uh, you know, advance the position to get a griffin feather. Because I feel like this shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> we are making this way harder than it needs to
4: be. Could have start slinging witch bolts if we really wanted to.
1: We were literally... <laughs> we see a griffin's us. we need griffin feather. That's it. Just walk up, grab feather. Okay. Easy plan.
4: I will remain hidden, but I will ready myself to cast witch bolt on the first griffin that hits wall.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Then let's go ahead and um, roll initiative real quick just to... Um, figure out exactly how things are going to progress from here.
4: 16.
0: Natural 20.
3: Fuck you. Also 16. 11.
0: Then, Manny, you will act first on this next turn, but um, before we get there, Milo, did you want to go ahead and use the teleport that Toby had readied up? Sure. Okay. So then you and Manny, along with Toby... Go ahead and advance 15 feet up this rocky crag. So, Manny, you are now 15 feet closer, which means that you are a total of, uh, we'll say, a total of 50 feet away from the nest.
2: I hope that also confused the griffin that I didn't know was attacking me.
1: We'll see. (coughs) That you didn't know was attacking you. Did
2: you tell him a griffin was attacking him? No. No. The wall was just like, if anybody's happens, and Paul's like, "Oh yeah, this one started dive bombing Milo."
4: I'm like, "Oh." But did Manny see the Griffin dive bombing you?
1: Yeah, I would have. Like, so that's why I moved up to try to support him.
4: But did you tell him? No. Oh, okay. We're, we
1: keep we keep information to ourselves. That seems to be important. That's that's part of what we do. Is uh, this is why this is why we're going on this dry run before the actual final happens. Listen, no, my
2: information was not important. I don't know why you. keep you had information <laughs> that you no didn't. the information of just them speaking yeah that's all i <laughs> didn't tell you guys I,
1: I would think you know maybe in the time of us hiking out to you know find griffins and griffin feathers and go towards the griffin house we would have talked about griffins
2: well we didn't it's weird huh
1: yeah it's really fucking weird <laughs> you didn't say
2: anything either you dipshit. you could have asked me i'm the druid
1: <laughs> well i think as a druid you'd be like you know what i know some things about griffins because yeah, i can well, turn into one and you didn't, and I can make Toby a fiery griffin, but you made him a squirrel.
3: <laughs> That's
2: not what Toby likes to be. Did, <laughs>
3: <laughs> he likes to be a squirrel yeah. so he can put oh, nuts in likes, his mouth? He likes yeah. to
4: be a bear for honey.
1: <laughs> if, he, if Toby turns into a bear, I'll give him honey.
4: That's But really where this stems from <laughs> is, did you guys want to know what was written on the bunk bed? <laughs> <laughs> now of all times.
3: Yeah, in the middle of this, we are the surge.
4: <laughs> <laughs> just you sneaking in there. As I'm hidden perfectly, it's just, there's stuff written on the book. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at
2: that point, it's just like, why are we even helping them? And we just quit finding the feather.
1: All right. <laughs> what I would like to do with my turn is I would like to start by uh, chugging my uh, daily experimental elixir. Is it honey? I don't know. We'll see.
4: Nope, it
2: was mayonnaise. It's- <laughs> <laughs> two,
1: two gallons of mayonnaise.
2: Damn it, it was mayonnaise again. I <laughs> accidentally chugged two gallons of mayonnaise. You would have realized after like the
1: first sip, wouldn't you? I'm
4: blind.
1: <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it's me and Milo standing there. <laughs> and you and you drank your elixir. Yeah, I look around. I go, all right. I think I, I think I, I think I got a, I, I think I got an elixir right for this moment. And I pull it out of my pocket. I don't know any idea what it is, honestly. I bite the cork off, spit it, and I chug this. Um, it ended up being an eight, which for that is my commander elixir, which makes it so that friendly friendly creatures gain a plus one to hit and damage when they're within five feet of me. So that's what's going to happen for a period of time. Okay. And then I guess from there, we, we got some ground to cover and... Uh, I just continue trucking my way uh, closer to the nest sneakily, and that's it.
2: Wait, carry me with you?
1: No. Wait. I guess I could do that. Yeah. That's,
2: that's like a, That's probably a way to cheat my movement speed.
1: That's probably a great idea. You <laughs> just like start tugging on like. <laughs> Whoa. On my clothes. Oh, my trunk. Ooh.
4: You're flying rope.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So as I get off to, I chug this. Look at Bilo. I just like I grab. How much do you weigh?
2: It's negligible for an elephant.
1: Yeah, it would be negligible. Eh, it's not negligible if you're thinking about if I could carry him with my trunk. So how you much can, do you weigh? You
2: can carry me with your trunk, like fifteen pounds tops.
1: Fifteen pounds?
2: Or like what? Are the, you a thir-
1: starved child? Maybe
2: thirty. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm small. <laughs>
1: can't find water or food my goodness eat something
2: i have pockets full of sunshine
1: uh 75 pounds
2: 75 pounds
4: 15 pounds is a small child to you <laughs> babies are born at like 9 pounds you fuck
1: <laughs> 12 times 5 is 60 right yes i don't know <laughs> I'm only good at cornhole math. I'm not good I at real can't math. Even add
4: five to six on a fucking D&D sheet.
1: Well, so you know, my trunk can only hold 60 pounds, so ah, I cannot...
0: have for flavor, let it happen.
1: Oh. That's oh. what she said. All right, so now my trunk can hold up to 75 pounds. Fuck yeah. It's canon. No, it can hold 60, but I'm going to let you do it for flavor. It's canon. Well, then next time I go to use it and I want to lift up <laughs> something the same weight as Milo, I better be able to do it.
2: Or the next time he tries to lift me up and it breaks his trunk, I'm gonna feel real self conscious about my weight.
1: Yeah, just like I pull a muscle in my nose, you just
2: pull your trunk muscle. <laughs> like, ah, shit!
1: <laughs> it sounds like there's nothing well, worse than pulling a muscle in your nose. <laughs> I'm Being <laughs> completely honest. Anyways,
4: just hangs there limp as shit. It's all swollen. Anyways,
1: elixir comes out. Bite cork. Chug it. Look at Milo, wrap trunk around body, lift him straight up into the air, <laughs> six feet above my head.
4: Six feet? <laughs> you have a six foot trunk? Uh, No, first of all, if it wrapped around you and still had you that six, would be- six feet... Right, that's like it's a, a nine five foot, foot reach, trunk. so
1: fine. Three feet above my head.
4: Okay, I'm cool with that. Okay, that's, <laughs> oh, Damn. I've never been this high <laughs> up in the air before. Okay, so this dude's Hung like
1: shit. So
0: what he's actually doing, he's not carrying you, he's offering you as a treat to the griffin as he's
1: running towards the nest. <laughs> well, if they dive-bomb us still...
2: I'm so scared. <laughs> but I can't let out a scream.
1: Listen, your other option is for my trunk to hang straight down, and at that point, you're dangling between my legs as I'm running, <laughs> and you don't want that.
2: No, I, it's fine, it works. I'll react, I'll react, just keep going.
1: <laughs> and I and I just I start running towards... I mean, just straight up the hill. And at the end of my movement, I like to make sure I'm tucked away a little bit. Make sure, like, you know, just not right out in the middle of the open. If there are, like, crevices, I could be hiding behind. And that is what I do with my turn.
0: Sounds good. The Griffin from the nest is going to attack the dust devil and is going to maybe finally realize this thing is not real, uh, but is still going to have to make another strength saving throw. Stupid bitch. And fail again. So this time is going to take uh, two damage, then is going to get pushed 30 feet away again. This time you do see that a feather has fallen off the griffin and is slowly floating down towards the forest floor. Um, And then next up is going to be Dixon. Are you still hidden in the trees uh readying an action to cast witch bolt if one of the griffins die bombs that
4: yes cuz I would imagine a feather would come off if I hit it with a witch bolt okay nope and i don't see the other feather falling more like a bitch bolt bitch <laughs> 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 yes
3: where is it? stupid a... bitch bolt <laughs> a stupid bitch next up in the order is that Alright, so. Has. Have I successfully distracted any of the griffins?
0: What is your uh, passive perception?
3: Well, well. Wait, no, 14. <laughs> sure.
0: You notice that the dive bombing griffin has taken notice of you.
3: Alright, I would like to. I guess. Continue to call it a stupid bitch. And. Take the. Defense action.
0: Okay, and remind our listeners what the uh, defense action does.
3: It defends you. Yeah, stupid bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Please, it's right there in the name. Does it just give disadvantage on attacks against you?
1: You took an action that you didn't even know what it does, just because it (laughs) sounded right? Sorry, are you using the dodge action?
3: That might be it.
0: Okay, I thought you were doing something specific to your, like, fighter character. But, okay, dodge action, then, yeah, until the start of your next turn, any attack roll made against you has disadvantage, if you can see the attacker. And you make dexterity saving throws with advantage.
3: Oh, yeah. I would like to dodge. (laughs) Sounds good. And then dip, duck, dive, and then also dodge again.
0: Perfect. Milo, you are up.
2: Um... Can I see where the feather's going? Can I follow the feather that fell?
1: Good luck getting out of my trunk grasp.
2: Yeah, I guess at first, yeah, I'll be like, Manny, did you see the feather? We just gotta get that. No, I didn't see it. Throw me that way. (laughs) Which way? I didn't see it. I, I, I can see it, right? You said we see it, Paul?
0: Well, yeah, but I would remind you that you're not just trying to get one. You're trying to get multiple. Like, you're trying to replenish magical supplies for the school, you're not just trying to get. We one. We
3: come back with
1: just one. My goodness, how much extra? Could they would probably <laughs> look at us with so much disappointment.
2: Well, what are we supposed to kill Griffin and come back with? No,
1: the it whole has to be alive. Has to be alive.
3: What does it? Let's mean? just
2: let's just keep going to the nest. They're flying away. I'll just yeah. I'll get. I'll get. Uh. I'll get Manny here closer. All right. Now you
1: pick me up, and that way I could get closer with you. You know how?
0: Have you ever seen that thing where you grab somebody's ankles and they grab your ankles, and then you do like the
1: cartwheel thing or like the somersault? Yeah,
2: except yeah, except I'm like as tall as his knees.
1: (laughs) I put you down, and I jump on your back (laughs) to try to so that you could advance me further too.
2: All right, I try my best.
0: (laughs) Okay, so the way that you're going to advance him is with Toby's teleport thing.
2: Well, yeah, because he can't take a movement with me.
0: Right. If you're being held by Manny, then you cannot run anywhere. (laughs) If you want to teleport us, that'd be great.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. I will teleport us, but I want to see if I can, uh, really anything else useful I can do. Actually, how long has it been since I cast Dust Devil? Because it is a concentration spell that lasts a minute.
0: Um, it has not been a minute yet, and, uh, you have not had anything that would affect your concentration.
2: Very good.
1: (laughs) So the whole time I picked you up and started running with you above my head, you're just sitting there concentrating. Never broke it for a second. That is impressive.
2: So for my turn, I'll move the Dust Devil for my bonus action on my turn, and then I'll have Toby teleport me and Manny 15 feet closer. Okay. And I'll move the Dust Devil, I guess, in a direction that is uh, not towards... Thad either, and not obviously directly back at us.
0: So which way would that be? N- North? <laughs> like like <laughs> away from the like horizontally away from the nest, or are you putting it further up in the air? Where, where are you going with this?
2: Uh, like yeah, down, down the other side of the hill.
0: Okay, so you, you move the dust devil uh, then Toby winds up teleporting you guys 15 feet close to the nest, as you do that, you pop up and you have now traveled between the first teleport, that brought you to 50 feet away, then Manny went 30 feet, so you're 20 feet away, then you teleported another 15, which puts you within 5 feet of the nest, which is right where the dust devil already was, and the griffin was fighting that, and even though you moved the dust devil, the griffin hasn't moved yet, so uh, you wind up popping up right where the griffin was
1: attacking the dust devil. When we when when we teleport, and all of a sudden, I'm holding, holding you, and all of a sudden we just go from standing there to face to face, like you know beak to trunk of this uh, <laughs> with this griffin. I would just like to offer, like seriously, like offer you up and just call you a stupid bitch as we as we do it. Be like you stupid
4: bitch. I just
2: go ah! and fart.
4: <laughs> right into your mouth. To fear toot. <laughs> oh. I
2: don't like it. Fire teleportations, dexterity saving throw, or it's 1d6 plus my proficiency bonus.
0: Okay. Griffin rolls a dexterity save of 19. Okay. So does he take half
2: damage or it,
0: it's nothing, right?
2: That's all I'm... I haven't... Yeah, I guess so. Okay.
0: So, yeah, you... Arrive an explosion of fire, and you are nose to beak with this uh, griffin. Then it is the griffin's turn. So, or no, it's the griffin that's diving. Oh, you guys are lucky. <laughs> the griffin that's diving is going to go after Thad and uh, go streaking past those of you that are at the top of the hill. And then Manny, we're back to the top of the order. It's your turn. <laughs> 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 You are nose to beak with a griffin.
3: Start hoovering up feathers. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah I guess Throw since, me. since you're right there, I'll tell you what is in the nest. In the nest, you can see a couple of eggs. You can see a whole bunch of griffin feathers. And you can also see that the nest is not only made of twigs. It's also made from the
1: bones of the griffin's feasts.
3: The bones of stupid bitches. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. Did you say, are there feathers in here or no? <laughs>
2: yes. Bunch of feathers. Yeah, a whole bunch of
1: feathers. Good. And we I didn't have, come up here for
2: nothing. And I have endless pockets.
1: Hmm. So you want me to? So so so. What you're thinking here, Milo?
2: Is you distract this Griffin?
1: Is that you want me to use my trunk and reach and scoop up multiple feathers and stuff them in your pockets?
2: I I don't need I you would shoving like to shoving anything uh, into my pants.
1: I would like to set Milo down. I would like to pull out two gallons of honey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well try it
1: and set that down as well hold on did i no it's one gallon of honey and, and it's just two for... gallons
4: of mayonnaise you stupid yeah, bitch
1: exactly two gallons of mayonnaise and just for like how this is working uh it's one of my infusions uh which is replicate magic items i could use an alchemy jug uh, and using my alchemy jug is one of the things that I could pull out which happens to be one gallon of honey
3: you pour it over yourself and then you <laughs> roll in the feathers so they're all stuck to you and then would you actually, go running back down the hill and I look like a griffin because of it that would be actually a great idea
1: but not. I don't feel like I could use that um, <laughs> I wish I thought of it first though man that would have been cool um,
4: we're gonna need some griffin feathers
1: yeah, I mean, there's really not much else like that I need to explain about a gallon of honey. I mean, a so, I mean, it's it's straight up a gallon of Huggy Honey. It's got here. the juice. <laughs> yeah. And then from there, you know, that's kind of that's kind of like my peace offering. You know, I'm hoping like the Griffin isn't angry, although it just got attacked by a dust storm. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it's not happy. And you're but about
4: to fuck with its egg.
1: I'm not touching its egg.
4: There's an egg in the nest.
1: Oh, I I I'm giving giving the griffin honey damn it i wish it was a bear but it's not it's a griffin and i had one plan of mine manny
0: the entire time up running up this hill is just like i wish it was a bear but it's not
3: (laughs) but i still pull out the honey
4: um you had a plan for the task that we're not doing
3: (laughs) The entire
1: venture out here, you know, the night when I'm sitting on watch the whole time, it's just like, can only think of things if it was a bear. <laughs>
4: Man, <this laughs> like, plan. I can't
1: think of a plan for a griffin, but if it was a bear, I got a plan.
4: <laughs> he's like, this bear plan is fucking amazing.
1: It's too good of a plan to not try on
4: a griffin. Watch. We're gonna find a bear and he's gonna <laughs> fuck you with it. He's like, oh, you found a bear but your whole plan is gonna go to shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and Oh, I wish I wish I did think about pouring it on myself. I would have lathered myself in honey and dove in the nest and rolled around.
4: Then you would have smashed the egg and the griffin would have been pissed.
1: The griffin's mad. All The griffin's already mad.
3: He was getting what I punched him. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: yeah, but then this fucking honey-lathered elephant just crushed his fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's an unborn child you know, I, I'd be a little
1: salty about that one too um,
4: <laughs> Screaming I yes. wish it was a bear <laughs>
1: <laughs> But yes my turn is Set down Milo <laughs> Pull out Jar of honey There's a gallon in it Like to like set it down and give, give the griffin a nod Like it knows that this is this is not a harmful jar of honey. It's just a jar of
4: honey. Like the yolk of your dead child is on my body.
1: <laughs> and then let me ask you this: I, I with my trunk, I do have a five-foot reach. Am I able to reach in and scoop up some feathers? Yes.
2: I'll give a reverend bow to the Griffin.
1: Yes, and I would like to like almost just grab the feathers to be like, listen, we're not we're not here for for your eggs. We brought honey. And I just, I just want some feathers. Like, you know, kind of like a transaction going on here, but like, (laughs) trying to make sure the griffin knows that I mean no harm. Um, you can roll an animal handling check. Ooh, do I get a handle this animal? You did say, you did (laughs) say like, you know, they are wild animals, but you can make a connection with them. Like, what if this is the connection I make? And then you just... From this point on, you can see an elephant riding a griffin. That's just a funny picture in my head.
4: Covered in honey. From
1: now on, he's no longer saying, I'm so happy it wasn't a bear. Yeah, exactly. That's.
4: But when we find a bear, he's going to go, Man, if this was a griffin, I have a perfect fucking plan.
1: <laughs> this red die has been rolling much better for me. We're going to try this.
4: You land on its egg.
1: Mother. Mm, lie. <laughs> <laughs> Mother, that was such a great roll. <laughs>
4: Motherfucking hot day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fuck them bears. Well, it's uh,
4: it's a six. (laughs) Teen. Plus four. It was a twenty. Yeah, it's a six. Plus modifier?
1: Uh, No, it was a five plus. Believe it or not, an elephant doesn't really handle animals well, even though m- me, myself, is an animal, so I don't even handle myself well, apparently.
4: I am 100% male. <laughs> I am uh,
1: bad at handling myself and at handling animals, apparently.
4: Wait, he didn't even get advantage for the honey and some dog <laughs>
1: shit. That's it's just, like
4: it's... a whole gallon of honey.
1: I'm hoping everything else goes as planned, but the bad role is me fucking up, actually, just picking up feathers with my trunk, but... We'll see.
0: Yeah, well, the Griffin's going to attack you.
1: Oh, yeah, go figure. All right, let's, let's see it.
0: But it rolled a four plus six, so ten. Does that hit you?
1: No, it doesn't, stupid bitch.
0: Fantastic. So it swiped at you with its claws and tried to bite you with its
1: beak. I should have readied an action or something, so when he tries to beak me, I just cup his beak with the jar of honey.
0: Yeah, let's say we let's say you do that. Instead, you wind up like bowing and offering up the uh, the honey, and right at that moment, the griffin tried to bite down at you, and instead got a mouthful of honey.
4: That's gonna hurt in the morning, Connor, or what, right in its beak? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was
1: bowing. <laughs> over it goes to pack me, and I'm like, eh, just <laughs> just got a mouthful of honey.
0: All right, so that's its turn. Uh, Dixon, your turn.
4: Um so this Griffin is taking its sweet ass time to dive bomb. <laughs> <laughs> fucking turkey. He's Man falling over.
1: in slow motion.
4: <laughs> you know, this is a fucking Batman movie, Jesus Christ.
1: He's falling in style.
4: Yeah. So he still has yet to be dive bombed, is this correct?
0: That's correct, but he will he will clearly make it to the ground this turn.
4: Like I'll look at it, yep, yeah, he's got about six seconds to hit the ground, that's for sure. Well, can I pull out my jar of honey?
1: <laughs> no, because you don't have one
4: That <laughs> was in your other pants Oh, fucking panther You see it
1: work for me up on the hill Like as it's dive you look down and you see me just cup His beak with honey You're like, that's a great idea <laughs> You pull out some honey
4: <laughs> like, <"I, what> <laughs> that? Fuck, the panther fucked up my honey pants <laughs> Damn it
1: The panther licked all the honey clean
4: Right out of my jar He just goes, hold on, you tap a tree real quick for some syrup How far away is this griffin
0: uh 60 feet
4: what's uh do you know off the top of your head which bolts range yeah i couldn't think well fuck me in the ass (laughs) well i guess you're gonna get dive bombed my friend something to wait for him to get dive bombed and remain hidden (laughs) (laughs) all right I can't do anything best. Ready in action to watch. Yeah. I'm ready in action to become aroused when I see a griffin. <laughs> maul the blood hunter, friend. the
2: guy who needs pain to do well in fighting, just stays hidden because he doesn't want to get
4: hurt. I can't do anything else. I can't do anything past 30 feet. All right.
0: Uh, that brings us to Thad.
4: All right. I'm going to use, for
3: my background as an athlete, I'm going to use my uh, athlete's ability. Echoes of Victory where there is a 50% chance to find a fan in 100 miles <laughs> oh. who just loves me so much and I'm going to see if this griffin is a fan. What
4: the fuck is this <laughs> game? <laughs> what is the game we're playing? That's not written down.
3: I mean, that is my ability, is to find <laughs> a fan that'll Why? provide me some kind of assistance. What the
2: <laughs> fuck <laughs> is this shit? Every time you say- Every time you sense off that radar, it just, like, picks up the three of us as your party. It's like, oh, there's three people right here.
1: <laughs> That's such a stoop. Like, <laughs> no, what are we
2: doing here?
1: Okay, so... Who okayed love, that
3: one? But in reality, I would like to dodge again. Okay. <laughs> this makes me quit, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you now have... Uh, the griffin now has disadvantage against attacking you. Um, and then, Milo, you're up there with the griffin that just took a beak full of honey... And uh, Manny has a trunk full of feathers, and you can see that there are feathers in the nest.
2: Well, I'm going to scoop up as many feathers as I possibly can into my boundless pockets.
0: Okay. I will say that you can take one scoop as your free action. You can take a second scoop as your regular action. And then, yeah, I'll let you take two scoops.
2: Okay, I will take two scoops, and then... Does that soak up my movement?
0: No, you still have your movement.
2: All right. And then I'd like to do my movement, hopping out of the nest and just, like, running down the hill. <laughs> All right. My 30 feet. I'd be like, okay, we got it. It's time to go. Woo! I'll jump off and just kind of start running down pitter pattern. Okay. You just hear the rustling of the bushes. And then I would like, after that, immediately, for, uh... Manny to puff out of there about half the distance behind me that I've made, about 15 feet, because I can move 30.
0: Okay, so Toby winds up teleporting Manny out of there? Yes. Okay, and uh, when Toby teleports, does it cause damage when it disappears and when it appears, or only when it appears?
2: Each Then each creature within five feet of the space that the spirit left must succeed on a dexterity saving throw.
0: Okay, so I actually did it incorrectly before, so the griffin wouldn't have taken damage, but in this case, the griffin will have to make a dexterity saving throw to avoid fiery damage as you teleport away. So let me go ahead and roll that real quick. And that was a natural four, so it will fail. Uh, How much damage is the griffin going to take?
2: All right, 1d6 plus my proficiency, four.
0: Okay, so the Griffin takes four damage as flames spurt from the space where you guys just were. Uh, Manny and Toby wind up going 15 feet down the hill, while Milo has pitter-pattered 30 feet down the hill. And then the dive-bombing Griffin is going to wind up swiping down on Thad, who has his shield out and has taken the dodge action. So the first swipe of the claws is going to be a total of 14. Does that hit that? Hell no. And then the second swipe of the claws is going to be an eight. So that's definitely not going to hit. That one does. <laughs> uh, well done. You You were stalwart against the griffin. And now that it has finally dive bombed the wall the wall. Dixon, are you going to let loose your witch bolt?
3: Eh, I
4: don't really feel like it. You've lost interest. <laughs> yeah, this took too long. <laughs> this, I'm over it. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm going to witch bolt the shit out of this thing.
0: Okay, and because Manny and Milo did not wind up giving you any surges before they ran off, uh, I'm going to
1: need you to roll your magical focus. Yes. So, D100, Oh. Good note, future references. Make sure people have surges on him, huh?
4: Thanks. Well, I, I wouldn't have told you I needed one.
1: Because we keep information to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. We keep information to ourselves, we wish it was bears, Um, and apparently... You know, y'all you know,
2: like are being porn. real upset about something that uh, you all know nothing about. <laughs> Te- technically, yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but did you know about the writing on the bunk? I still don't. I'm extremely upset about it. I wish I knew too.
3: I think we would have asked about that the first day you know we were just sitting around and you're like hey is there anything written on your guy's bunk because there isn't on mine.
4: That's really (laughs) weird. So D100 is 670.
0: Alright so you rolled a 70 which is well outside your target DC. What
3: I swear to God. (laughs) What was the target DC? I swear to Helleros.
4: (laughs) How do I calculate my target DC? I have it written down somewhere, I think.
3: What's your uh,
1: spellcasting modifier or spellcasting Great
4: fucking question.
1: Wisdom or intelligence, probably, if I had to guess.
4: Oh, fuck. Which one did I use? Well, that's that's what I'm asking you. Fuck. Uh, You use...
0: Oh, you have to choose between intelligence or wisdom.
4: I think I chose intelligence because that number's higher.
1: Okay. So, so intelligence.
4: Like, 17. Okay.
1: So do that plus your level.
4: Okay.
1: Plus your proficiency bonus.
4: Okay.
1: Minus the level of the spell. And it is a first level
4: spell. Okay. 21.
0: Okay. So you just barely managed to avoid failing by 50 or more. In which case, random shit happens. So, in this case, the spell just fails. And you try to witch bolts this griffin. Damn it. We've been it,
1: changing enough for flavor. Let's just say he failed by 50 or more. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you zapped the <laughs> fuck out of the wall.
1: <laughs> Not today. But,
0: um... Because you guys are running away, I'm going to assume that you guys are just going to keep running. So if you guys run and then uh, Toby winds up transporting you another 15 that would basically get you to the tree line so the griffin from the nest is going to get one more chance to attack Manny and uh, Milo in this case the griffin is going to go after Manny who is closer so let me go ahead and roll that just to see if it happens to kill you before you get away <laughs> to kill me I have
3: one shot you
4: yeah, just in case you know your guy dies.
0: <laughs> okay, well, first roll was a 22. Does that hit? Oh, yeah. Okay, and then the second roll was an 18. Does that hit? Barely, but still, <laughs> yeah. Okay.
3: How close is Manny to me while he is getting absolutely savaged?
0: <laughs> um, he would be... Oh, I guess he'd be right next to you.
3: Within five feet, would it be? Yeah. He just happens to be running by right where this griffin's trying to also beat my ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure. He, he runs by to tap you on the shoulder, like, all right, we got it, let's go.
3: Right, which of the attacks looks like it's going to fuck him I up hurt more? more?
0: <laughs> you choose between the beak or the claws.
3: Probably the beak, I would imagine. But I would like to use my reaction to intercept and reduce it by 1d10 plus my proficiency. Okay. Whatever the damage is going to be.
0: So the damage on the beak is going to wind up being 9. Thank you. <laughs> and how much is it reduced by?
3: It'd be 12. So he gains health. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you take no damage from the beak, but then... no. The- hold on. Out of curiosity, when something like that happens, like... It was one of the wall's abilities that made me not take, like, as much damage, but do I, like, recognize that he did something for that? Oh, yeah. Like, as a character, like, would I know that he did, like, whatever he did that made me take less damage, or does it just, like, feel like it took less damage?
3: It's like a... it's So, it's the fighting style for if you're using a shield, where you can, like, just kind of step in and, like, block some of the damage coming in. Oh, solid. So, yeah, I totally just shield bash the fuck out of it. I guess speak. what I was
1: thinking of is like when like a bard does it or something and they just like sing and it just like, you know, something <laughs> like that happens. It's like, do you know that that's why it happened? But, okay, yours is more physical. It makes a lot more sense. Yep.
3: And also I yell, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> whoa!
1: <laughs> and then you're going to take eight damage from the claws. Man, you were acting like this would have one shot at me. Psh, I would have been all right. Well, that's good to know.
0: Uh, you guys did get away from the griffins, though. You get under the tree line uh where, and all of a sudden you come like face to face with Dixon, who's still hiding in the dark,, hey. ah! <laughs> and then uh you guys leave the trees and uh start heading back with your with your feathers. Congratulations, you successfully gathered some griffin feathers, they <laughs> just
3: casually walk home. <laughs> My plan
2: worked perfectly,
0: <laughs> yeah, great plan, and on that note. You guys have leveled up, and oh. we will end our episode there. Yay! Yeah, Actually, since this is a shorter planned season, I'm going to go ahead and have you guys level up two levels.
2: Oh, God, coming to level five is going to be wild. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, So, yeah, next episode, you guys will be level five. Until then, we hope all of you listening enjoyed this episode. I certainly hope that those of you who are playing enjoyed... <laughs> Finally figuring out how to get the
1: feathers from the griffin nest. It was quite the journey to get there. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do a quick reflection. Within this, we found out that uh, Dixon had a panther in his pants on this journey. We found out that he likes griffin porn. Um, We found out that Milo can, you know, apparently possibly shapeshift and never does and keeps things to himself. The wall did heroic things and uh, came up with a plan for a bear. and. Never worked, because we never encountered a bear.
0: I'll have to make sure to throw bear in your path in the future. Um, But to our listeners, if you're looking for more of this awesome content... uh, Ah! Yeah, there's a segue. I finally got it. Uh, You can head over to patreon.com slash deathsavingbros to gain access to bloopers, conversational recaps, and extra episodes, as well as some uh, exclusive lore. If you would like to keep in touch with us, we are available on social media at Death Saving Bros on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. I am personally available at HP Camper.
1: You can find me at Benfro fifteen.
2: I'm at I'm underscore B underscore Rad. I'm at
3: the Reddit at our name. Find me on the PlayStation Network as FATT Smith.
0: And to all those of you who are listening in your cars, in your homes or wherever you may be, keep saving those death throws, and we'll see you on the next one. This episode was made possible by our patrons. The following individuals have pledged at the $5 tier. Tad Corsi. Thank you for your support. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The song Circle of Wildfire is copyright tabletop music bazaar. This track is used with permission. All rights reserved. The songs In Fatos and Sancho Panza Gets a Latte are by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0 and sourced from filmmusic.io.